I like my new desk. I can scoot down here and do uh, podcasts and things like that, which we're doing today. I have a few minutes to talk to you beautiful, lovely souls out there. And uh, hello, my dear ones. I hope this finds each and every one of you doing well. Thanks for your cards. Beautiful, beautiful cards. Love them. Uh, this young one asked me to talk about the dark night of soul. Well, I just don't know how I can talk about the dark night of soul. We, we all go through these periods of darkness, but we bring them on ourselves, you know. But it's the duality of the whole creation thing. And unfortunately, it has to live through its own pain and suffering as well as its own happiness and joy. It's all part of the one. Why wouldn't anger and happiness be the opposite sides of the same coin? They would be. It's hard to understand that, but all things are within the body of, of the great. And then if we go great one, and it's kind of limiting it, and it's like, oh, is there anything, any verbiage we can use besides the infinite and the all? Because once we say almighty, then it's like, oh. But uh, we each, I notice a lot of Christians go through dark nights of soul, and they come out on the other side, they're born again. And when you're born again, pretty much what you've done is let go. You let go, just like Buddha, just like Christ. All these magnificent beings simply said, I've had it. No, notice we've talked about this before. They're all shown in poverty consciousness. And the real hiccup on that is simple. You know, you want it, you desire it, you own it, and it owns you. So Jesus, Buddha, they all talked about the one word I was mentioning the other day, freedom. If you seek anything, seek freedom from seeking, from everything. And that's kind of hard for people to go, what are you talking about? This sounds like a middle state. No, it's the difference between thought and awareness. Thought is not awareness. What's that old saying? Uh, is it, I think, therefore I am? Or is it, I am, therefore I think? Okay, so it's the I am, therefore I think, not the other way around. My mind isn't the all of the all. It's simply an instrument that takes the all and brings it into duality. That's all the mind, well, the ego really, that really happens in the etheric, the ego place, really, where the id is born, basically. The soul, the id, that sort of thing. The, um, the individualization of totality. Even the word totality, it's like, whoa. You know, all these things are amazing. But to experience them, you can't be looking and, and identifying with the finite and you want to experience the infinite. You have to let the finite, it's not going anywhere. 
Finite's always around, it seems like. You just let it go. It don't matter anymore. You get that way in relationships, and you get that way when you let the world beat you up enough, and you just rip yourself apart. You blame the others, but, you know, you're ripping yourself apart, and pretty soon you go, I've had it. Done. It's over. That's in relationships and everything else. And if it, you really look at it, it comes back to you again. You were the one who trapped yourself. You know, if someone else hurts in the relationships, that's them that trapped themselves. You can't pay someone else's price. I will say you don't want to. And we talked about that before, about all these beautiful beings and Jesus, please help me and things like this. It's like, no, help yourself. They're there with the power and the awareness. And they'll there and they'll go like this. But you've got to move through these experiences yourself. They'll protect you as much as they can, things like this. But they're going to always push you into experiences that'll make you let go. I've had it. And as soon as you get here or there, you're here. Yeah. The Dark Knight of Soul was talked a lot about in Ekakar and a lot of the other uh, teachings, uh, spiritual and religions, in certain ways, you know. Uh, like it's a period of time that you go through extreme darkness and, and then you come out on the other side of that. Uh, I've not seen that to the point that when you start to wake up, your karma will be sped up. And if there was ever a feeling of the dark night of soul, that's going to be it. You have to be careful what you accept, even in spirituality. And I was talking to you the other day about that in terms of a lot of times we see not only the masters and saints and saviors and all these sort of things in the light of poverty. We see them in the light of passivity or passiveness. That just ain't true. That you can be those kind of masters, but when you hook to the Eck masters, very few of them are on that side. Their awareness alone is power, and uh, they walk with it. And uh, I don't know what to say about it. Uh, you have all types of masters, you know, you've got Kadadaki. Now, you want a female master that can kick. Heine, Kadadaki. Uh, I've had some pleasures. Uh, amazing being. And I would think that Kadadaki in particularly would be involved in this planet with what's happening to the female race. Kick some uh, male butt. Because <laughs> that's all creation is. You know? It's a constant interaction kinetic interaction between two poles. Whether you're a soldier boy, an American Indian, you're uh, whatever. Same thing in Israel, and the same thing in Ahmad and everybody else. Everybody's playing these roles. And the problem with some of the roles or these states of consciousness is they can lock you in for a long, long spin. 
And I say this to these guys that are in war and they think they can go hurt people and they don't care. You know, they're worthless people. They shouldn't live. Be careful what you believe in. Be careful about those uh, uh, virgins waiting for you. The lies are all over the place. And it only hurts you when you believe them. So you have to be careful about that. You know, Christianity has a lot of sayings like do unto others, that, you know, those sort of things. But so true they are because there are karmetic little nudges that says, hey, what you put out, you get back in this lifetime or the next or the next or the next. And that's one of the things that you see. Uh, a lot of you have had the, um, the pleasure of witnessing your past lives. And I've said this before, don't focus on them. Let them go. You can't go back and not get some kind of bump. The past is very um, claustrophobic in terms of awareness or a lack thereof. So be careful about that. You'd be surprised how this level has developed itself through all that you see. And if you want to go back, it's very, very difficult to go back. So I thought I would read a couple for you guys and see how we're doing out there. Uh, like I said, i got a podcast at two, but I've got a half hour. I pulled this out. It makes me sick. I, I hate looking at this thing. Look at this pretty picture. Now look at that mother looking at her baby. New polio vaccine schedule endorsed. Right? Guess what? That little baby's got polio from the vaccine. Tampa Tribune, front page. And it just goes on and on and on and on and on and on. Oh, did you hear that the CDC, was it the CDC Center's reporting system for vaccine injuries is broken? It's been broken. Matter of fact, they at one time here, what, even a year ago, they said, well, you don't have to report any more of these injuries or deaths from vaccines. You creepy people. Creepy humans give me the creeps. And that, did you see all the uh, presidents of all MIT, Harvard? Those ladies, they couldn't get past their limited awareness. And you could tell their awareness. And for you guys that read, you know, the states of consciousness. Ugh. Their presidents of these prestigious universities, those ladies... Man, I, I, that was bad. That, that, was, that was sad to see that. I thought it was sad for them, too, because you're holding such a prestigious position and you're acting very strangely. You never know, you know. Oh, Rachel, female, United States, 50 years young. Oh, sweetheart, five foot five. Uh-oh. Did I say five foot five? What is it? What would we normally think of with a five foot five male or female? Pituitary, wouldn't we? Okay. Keep that in mind. She's only 120 pounds. Herpes blisters on face. Yeah, you want to get this drained? Lymphatically, honey, you want to get this drained. You know, they did us no favors with the smallpox. And everybody's got herpes from the smallpox backs. Again, Pseudoscience 
trying to to uh, interface with capitalism. It's amazing what they're willing to do with their very limited state of consciousness. What they're willing to do. And that's what you have to be careful with because, excuse me, all these are just different levels or states of consciousness. You can slip in them and you can slip out of them. You can know exactly, but you want to be careful for those of you that are very spiritual. Be careful not to get trapped in them and get trapped in that old saying, should I bring... Should I come down to other people's levels? No, I don't mean this in a very negative, evil way either. Or should I bring people up to what the higher level of seeing things? And it's always going to be, bring them up. Don't bring yourself down. The traps are many. The traps are many for those of you that are evolving. And they're subtle. It's like thought. Thought so subtle, you can sit there and be in the now, and pretty soon you start taking off on a dream, and you, you, oh, man, I was doing good in the now. Just the subtlety of things, even the subtlety of other beings wanting to sit on you. It's amazing how subtle that can be, especially if you're not listening. That was another reason why we were talking about the importance of listening, because inwardly and and just being awake because of what's going on on all levels there's a ton of visitors to this planet that doesn't have physical bodies they're in this room right now and, you, and they've always had our talks I remember I was giving a, 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 a put on a seminar in Corpus Christi Texas right and for an old country boy you know I'm an old country boy I had we had horses and all this kind of stuff and some kind of kind of got that in my 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 stuff. But when you're talking about out-of-body travels, you're talking about God stuff, you don't generally, you know, and of course this is judgments. Judgments in the way the mind is conditioned. You generally wouldn't consider a cowboy some big spiritual dude. Smack, smack, learn your lesson, boy. Of course, Man, we had a, a great seminar, and you, you had all kinds of cowboy hats out there and everything else, and I'm going, yeah, right? So this one nurse said, you know, I wanted to come to your seminar. He said, but I didn't have to. I go, what? He says, I fell asleep, and the next thing I know, I'm out of my body. I come into the seminar, and I'm, I'm hovering there listening to you. <laughs> yeah. How do you cure it naturally? You can't cure it. you got to get rid of it. I think if that's, in thinking about this, a lot of, a lot of us think that, man, there's something we can take to, to, to cure it. It's getting rid of whatever the obstruction is, whether it's a protein or a viral that the lymphatic system can't get out of the body. And that's the whole thing. Why is so much of this ingested toxic chemistry not leaving the human body? And the answer is simple. It can't leave through the blood because the blood is not an eliminative system. It's a kitchen. It doesn't have a flush toilet to the outside world because you don't need it. But you would need it in a, in a bathroom. And of course, now we have the kidneys in the skin. They're not just sitting there hanging out for no reason. 
And let me just pee water. <laughs> really? That's not good. So, got to kick back and take a look at the simplicity of the design of things. And then you can dig into the complexities. And at a certain point, you're going to get lost because there's just no way to, to have that level of awareness unless you're outside looking in, so to speak. A uh, person had an outbreak on face with scar now. So upset. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because you're, this is what acids do, whether they're proteins, whether you call them viruses. Uh, uh, Pat likes to call them another name, which is she's more accurate, I think. And uh, we have these proteins in us, either from our own cells or, as, see, I'm with this virologist on this, uh, ingesting virals from other beings is not as easy as you think. So these proteins anyway are, of course, this is injected probably from the smallpox, who knows, you know. But you're always dealing in the flood side now. It's the fluids that have to remove the problem. It isn't the cells. The cells are stuck. Their structure function. So it's up to the fluids to remove the problem. Well, the blood can't remove anything. And remember, in anatomy and physiology, we're talking about the limited ability capillaries have of reabsorption of protein. Why is that? Very simple. Proteins are acids. You don't dump them back in the blood. You've got another fluid interfacing with blood interstitially. And what might that other fluid be? Oh, broken record, the lymphatic fluids. So it just makes sense that the body's movement of acids toward the lymph fluids would make more common sense than thinking the body would then turn around and reabsorb a protein. Now you're dealing in an acid, a compromising a pH of the blood, and you got that whole line of events to start thinking about. And that's just not the divine way. That's a medical way. <laughs> So I would be going on a grape diet and I would go after my kidneys to make sure you're getting this, right? Filtration. What else? Sweat. You want to get sweating. And my guess is with this, you probably have a hyperthyroid or a low functioning thyroid and or parathyroid if this is you. And you're five foot five and that's going to take me up a little higher to the pituitary now I'm going to be looking a little deeper into your physical body at what else is going on here. We know lymphatic is a problem. Well, that means the kidneys and adrenals are a problem. Well, now, is the kidneys and adrenals a problem because of their individual genetic weaknesses? Are they a problem because of all the proteins that have been consumed and the, the swelling of the kidneys? Uh, could it be the pituitary slamming the adrenals down and all that other? So, another thing. This sits on top of what? The tongue and a piece of your, 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 your intestine sticking out. <laughs> but you've got to go after the gut tissue both 
and I want to say this topically and internally, you're going after it lymphatically. That's internal. Topically would be you're going to clean the, the, the intestinal wall off. A mucoid plaque, if you got it, or all the mucus on it or in the walls, things like this. And so that's always key essential to get the head to drain. Hydration is the only way to get the sinuses loosened up, unless you work a little bit up in the higher level here of the uh, neurolymphatics, but you really, and that's another thing, get working on those neurolymphatics to where you can get that to drain down over those shoulders. Find a massage therapist that knows kinesiology and that has taken themselves to a higher level of expression. And I put that out to all you massage therapists. Forget what you were taught about the lymph system and the lymph massage. Forget not massaging uh, cancer patients. Uh-uh. Those are the ones needed the most. The, the, the fear that medical doctors have over nature is shocking. City, city slickers. But that's what you got to do. You got to dig in. And bottom line, hydrate, which is detoxification. And you've got to get your sinus. When your sinuses start draining, you know you're draining these. Do you still have your tonsils? And there's another thing. Those without tonsils, you're highly compromised in here. You can't remove your septic tanks to your house and expect to have anything good happen. Just not gonna happen. Let's see if I don't wanna run over. Intica, male. 28, five foot three. No way, man. You're only five foot three? You're an Intica, you should be a sativa. Oh, that's something else. Pancreas, yellow eyes, bloating, digestive issues, fungal toes. Holy crap, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, somebody else. Okay, good, 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 good. Can you do a water fasting video? You've never made a video on what water fasting is except in your book. We did that uh, with Shane and stuff. We did that, um, the water fasting video. I don't know what ever happened to it. Yeah, the reason I haven't gotten heavily into water fasting is because it's hard enough to get people just to do the friggin' fruit. And then you ask them to go on a one or two or three day water fast, let alone two weeks, and you got freak out city. So I've been a little, you know, less involved in that and trying to get people to understand more about the diet and everything else. But, <coughs> excuse me, please. I was at Indian food a couple of days ago. I'm still paying it. I don't believe there's any culture in the world that hasn't had fasting as part of it. The Christians have Friday fasting, supposedly, or no meat on Friday. I've heard those sort of uh, things. Uh, so around the world, there's always been some type of fasting or discipline involved around consumption of your food, right? Well, whenever you eat food, you're talking about a major amount of energy used by your body to process it. 
right? First of all, your body has to process this formed chemistry and it has to deform it, right? With enzymes and the whole processes, right? So your body has to deform this chemistry. That takes energy. Everything takes energy to do, right? Every process has an energetic need and an energetic release. That's the whole idea of it. Because the cell's already a cell, what does it need? Ah, a little bump. Hey, that's not good. You know, a little ATP. Yeah, I already know what I'm here for. I'm already doing it. I just need a little bump. I don't need amino. I need a, a simple sugar. I need an ATP or something like that. Now, when you withdraw from eating completely, your body naturally goes into a detoxification. Your body is no, nothing stupid here. Your cells, nothing is unaware. There's awareness to every single thing, including the molecules of water. So there's an awareness that's going on beyond what most people understand. They just see food, chemistry, stuff like that. But you have a world of awareness that's going on in plants, and the breaking down of plants and the utilization of plants or, or fruits or berries or anything. There's a, a tremendous amount of consciousness everywhere. The one, it is pure consciousness. There's no place that's not conscious. In creation, there looks like there's voids and there looks like there's all that because you're playing in the world of duality. Now you see it, now you don't. Birth, life, and death. All that stuff. So when you get stuck and that fruit is no longer detoxifying you, that's when you want to push a little further and go into water fasting. I've distilled water fasting. I was into distilled water because that's kind of how we come up. I've since changed that. And uh, I like mountain water. I like energized water. I do not recommend water fasting, to be honest with you, for advanced cases. And there's another reason I haven't brought a lot about it. When you're sitting there emaciated and you have no energy and you're about to slip out of your body, the worst thing I can do is take more energy away from you unless I want to send you on. If I want to send you on, I just suck the energy out of you and you're gone, you're done, you're out, right? But if you want to live in the physical or keep your physical body alive, you have to energize it. You have to wake it up. Energy, consciousness, right? So water fasting wouldn't be the order of the day. Electrical fruit, electricity, wow, yeah, yeah. Turn everything on, right? Get the bowels cleaned out. Get the kidneys starting to filter. Then water fast. Now you have a place for things to go. When you start water fasting, you break up levels you're unaware of. And when you start seeing that pretty soon, if you do too long of a water fast, you're breaking up levels deep interstitially that you might have symptoms from later. Remember, you're, you're talking about miles of limp stagnation in most of us. And suddenly all this is getting hydrated and everybody's running for the door. That's where you start to have some 
healing crisis or healing crisis symptoms. Too many bad guys trying to get out. And the dry fasting, of course, you know my position on that, 2436, that's it. And that's only because we're involved in the, uh, you've seen the pictures, we're involved in, in the last junction before you leave the, the world here. So you got people so advanced that you have to be real careful how you deal with them. Something like that lady with the jaw and everything. Some things you need help with nature's little helpers, like maggots and things like this. Sometimes the interaction between nature and man is important because man come out of that. Man being man and woman, sorry. So if you're going to water fast, depends how long you want to go. But you always want to have fruit material in your bowels when you go on a fast. The worst thing you could do is have a great big meat meal and then go on a fast the next day. Good luck. Have fun. Headaches. I mean, you're just going down that line. It is better to spend another week or so on fruit, depending on how long you're going to go on a fast, and then take drop off from fruit. Make sure there's nothing fruit in your bowels and then drop off into a water fast. Or you can even go, so you can do uh, uh, fruit, fruit juice for a day or two, and then into uh, a water fast. But you always break the fast, whether it's from the night before, or whether it's a water fast or whatever, what do you always break a fast on? Raw meat. Oh, no, no. Fruit or fruit juices, and the watery ones, preferably. Try, try it the other way and see what happens, but I'd be careful. I might send you the ER doing it. Yeah, you got to be real careful when you start being smart about things. And this is one thing that we're talking about with Hildy. You cannot go on an extended dry fast and not end up with possibly serious problems, because the same thing. You start breaking all these miles of, of, of globulation up and start hydrating the body systemically. Again, you have all of these acids with only two kidneys, one for each side, and a skin. So this is why sometimes you see things and feel things getting worse before they get better. Because your body just can't get it all out fast enough. Some people throw up. If you, you don't throw up unless you, your body wants something out. Better out and in, as far as I'm concerned. Diarrhea the same way. Your body's trying to get rid of the unwanted. So help it out. That's why all these formulas were created. That's uh, why this whole process. But it's a process that's been going on since the beginning of time. You've had raw foodish. I mean, we were talking about Jesus the other day, and I was kind of giving it, and I don't mean to salt anybody about Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, but I mean, come on. Those chapters are more responsible for controlling Christians instead of setting them free. Jesus wasn't about controlling anything or anyone. He was about setting everything free, and that including you. I mean, he... If you listen to the words, and that's the other thing, get the other Gospels and listen to what all the uh, individuals around him had to say. And pretty soon you'll see how it all fits in how the universe works.
And it's time for all religions to help and wake up and start seeing that we're in a bad way here on this planet and we have to start practicing what we preach. Be humble. Quit backstabbing your friends and anybody else. Start giving hugs instead of booze. All right? I mean, start, start realizing that each and everything around you, no matter what level of consciousness they're playing in, is the divine playing with itself, playing hide-and-go-seek through all these different states of consciousness. I can't identify with anything I haven't experienced. That's why creation exists. They're one of them. So always breaking a water fast and always entering a water fast is a fruit experience. Oh, well, we're back to fruit again. <laughs> a very important uh, type of water. A lot of people like distilled water. I don't go that route. Uh, the medical people were afraid it would leach since it's because it does leach your water systems. If you have an RO system in the house and I have a whole house RO system, I could get rid of it. You burn seven. I turned it down to seven. But generally nine, you're burning seven to nine gallons of water to get one good one. That's not economical. That's not environmental right. That's not good. And then you have to add calcium back in or you'll start leaching your pipes. Again, anything void. It's just chemistry. You have osmosis and diffusion. One pulls in too dense and one pulls into the less dense. It's a movement of chemistry. So, it's why the, the voids is a scary thing. But I like a good mineral. Of course, you know what I like, the, the pin of water. But uh, I like electrical and that sort of thing. And I, it's plenty enough for hydration and electrons and things like that. But again, a dark grape fast or diet because it's not really a fast, it's just your diet, right? Extremely powerful. Extremely, especially if you juice them. You've got, you just got everything from extreme flavonoids to the enzymes to you name it. The B's, the C's, the T's, the E's. So, and if it ain't got it, you don't need it. That's the problem. We've, we, we have trusted biochemists and all these things, and we've got ourselves in a hell of a shape. Instead of trusting nature and learning through nature, we've got the mind. We've got the trained medical mind. How much water? Distilled or spring? I like spring. Tell you the honest truth, we have a lot of nice springs up here in Florida where the water is crystal clear. And... Pure as a driven snow. Yes, do we need electrolytes with it? Well, why are you doing it then? See, that's the point. If you use distilled water, oh, I need to add electrolytes. What now? Well, then why don't you just use mountain water? You know, that's the sort of thing you get into, you know, where the fruits are power packed with the power of everything and the chemistry to help uh, move things along, astringents and things like that, where in a water scenario, you're just maybe moving some electrons if you have a good electrical water. If not, not much of a hydrator per se, but it can be a very 
And here, here's, here's another one. When would you not fast on water? When you swell, if you hold water ever, you're edemic and everything else, you don't do juice fasting, juice diets, you don't do water fasting, water diets, I'd stay away from water, all the melons, uh, you, you have to get yourself halfway hydrated, your kidneys filtering, your skin sweating, before you start bringing too much fluids in, or you'll throw yourself into pulmonary edema, congestive heart failure, swell up all around everything. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. You got to be smart when you do things. And that's why I'm years of talking to you about this and just being smart in the things you do. You'll get where you're going. But you don't always make the physical the end priority. ND2012, huh? MSN.com. Interesting. This is the UK. Uh, it would be much appreciated if you can. Will help a lot. How long the water fast? Symptoms during processes. Well, you're not going to have any more symptoms than you would anything else because what's in has got to come out. Uh, it's strong, for sure. Um, a lot of people have gone a long time on water fasting. Why'd we have one of our students go on a water fast? It was like 60 days or something crazy, you know. I, I like little three to five day water fasts. Little three to five day water fasts. If you've never water fasted before, just do one day then, you know. Because half the Catholics can't even fast on that day. So, I mean, you know what I'm saying? It's like we all have to learn there's a reason things are kind of set up there. And that fasting one day a week is real smart. Always good to let the body rest for a day. Drink. Drink your stuff through the day then. Fruit juices, a little water, you know, stay like that. But I've always said, if you want to detox good and you're eating fruit, don't eat till you're full. Push away a little bit. I got to go here in a minute. Holy crap. I got to go. But push away. Push away a little bit. Go, always be a little hungry and you'll detoxify much better. If you're full, you've burned your, you're, you're energetically full. You've reached that maximum. There's no energy to go over here and detoxify. And that might be some of your problems is eating too much and, and, and hoping the body will detox with that when the body has to process all this chemistry, be it fruit or not. So anyway, I got to run. I got a podcast coming on right now. Love you guys. Take care of yourselves. And let's try a water fast. Mm -hmm. I haven't water fasted in a long time. I got, when I was uh, kind of rubbing noses with Shania Twain and Mutt, what did, they, what did I get them to do? I forget. <laughs> I got them to do some. I got, I know I got, I think Mutt did 27, 28 days of lemon juice. I've done 29. I think he did one day less than I did. And I was amazed. I think Eileen or Shania Twain only did about 18 days. I know. I got to go. Love you guys. Got to run.